I think people who take Adderall know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. I'm just trying. Okay. Wait, wait. So I just want, I just want to clarify. You're saying that if you take Adderall, your dick doesn't work? It gets bigger. Or, oh, it doesn't work. <laughs> what? Wait, no. Because if it stops working, because if it stops working, that means your dick's no longer paying attention. Oh, you could focus. Oh, okay. There you go. That's funny. There you go. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, the fact that you just get a book about ADD, you need to address that immediately. It took you, you went on like a two minute meander before you got there. Like we see that juxtaposition, so go and just like attack that immediately. Like any book that's more than like a third of a page is too long and then just do all the stuff that you did. Okay. And cause like it's right there and uh, Yeah, that's a good note. Like, no, like, yeah, it's not gonna help. I mean, I thought the Adderall thing was really funny. And then also I think you sort of want to get at um, what is meditation versus napping? Like yeah. you sort of tell it in the sort of personal story, but you just need to get at like, you know, get at the heart of what. Yeah. It's like if I, like when I clear my head, I pass out or just make something sort of uh, personal. Yeah, yeah. But like. Yeah, it's like if you took nitrous, like you'd meditate for like twelve seconds and then. Yeah. <laughs> but honestly, like I think it's just like it's super, super tight. Like all that stuff is like one minute. You know, I think you got you got there. Yeah. You wrote a long thing, but like now just like tighten it up. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think the structure was fucked. And thanks for that note. What did he do? Uh, I was just gonna reinforce one of the things he said. Uh, I have a bit where I explain a bunch of science and I just lose people immediately. Yeah. So I think the meditation versus sleeping thing is funny, but just like drop as much of the science and explanation yeah it's true i could totally feel like my jokes per minute or last per minute was like going way down yeah yeah and um nice shirt uh dan (laughs) okay okay yeah um i they're tibetan monks thai monks are incompetent Okay. I can say that because I'm Thai. But okay. um, I would even go further. Like, what did their brainwaves look like? Just like be, just do some crazy stuff. Like, it looked like, I don't know, shapes of pyramids in there or something. Yeah. Like, just, or just yeah, like having bullshitting or something. It's, like, it's easy for these monks to clear their minds because they have no fucking plans. Right. That's you what, know what I'm saying. saying. Yeah. Like, I, like, there's more to the joke about how, like, trust funding, trust fund backpackers meditate. Like, uh, just like, also, it sounds a lot better. Okay, yeah. Uh, I don't know what just happened, but it's like it, it's um, yeah. There's like so many ways to attack the idea that like these people just really didn't. They took a year off, like they spent a year meditating or in silence or whatever. But it really means that they didn't accomplish anything for a year, you know? <laughs> like, like um, so that's kind of what I'm trying to get at. Yeah, and like they have no plans. That's good. All right, guys. Okay, I think we got time for one more. If anybody's got one. Great, Dan. No. no? Okay, good. Thanks. <laughs> All right, next on the mic, we've got Hunter Uniquack. Give it up. That's my name now, I guess. Fuck it. That's Uniac, but I have shitty handwriting, too. How are we doing, guys? I don't like that. I don't know. It's Monday, which means I'm tired because I have a fucking job. That kind of sucks. I got nothing to riff about that. Let's go into jokes now. I, um, I just finished Game of Thrones because I'm trying to be topical. You know, that's kind of fun. I I, fuck, I love Game of Thrones, guys. I do. It, it combines my two favorite, you know, genres ever, um, like medieval fantasy and redneck trailer trash parking stories. It does, because like the Stark family are fucking rednecks. I don't know if you guys know that. Um, what's his first name? Jon Snow, the old guy. He married his aunt. 
that's it. Now it's already obvious. Um, Sansa Stark had two failed marriages, one to a midget. <laughs> Bran, the only reason he's crippled, by the way, they couldn't even get a real fucking wheelchair, but the only reason he's crippled is because he caught his aunt and uncle fucking. Who's the other one? Oh, yeah, Arya Stark. She just has a mullet, and she's my favorite character. <laughs> That's really it, though, guys. It is. Uh, it is, though, weird. I um, don't have a segue for this, but fuck it. I do believe that uh, rednecks have, are, are religious, and they have ten different commandments, you know, the regular commandments, and I forgot the fucking lift, so let's see how this goes. <laughs> First one, thou shalt not commit adultery unless it's with your cousin. That one's obvious. God fucking damn it, guys. This is why you come prepared and you don't decide to take a break of two months off comedy and come back to Mutiny Radio and just think, oh, you'll remember these things. <laughs> it's cool, though, guys. It is. Let's just riff. I um, had a weird day today. After work, I got off. I work at the Bill Graham. Uh, some guy's car broke down. Like, the bolts on his car literally flew off in the middle of the road, and I helped him out. It took me, it took me an hour and a half to help him out with his car. Once he did that, he was so happy with me. He's like, hey, man, here's $50 for your time. And I was like, no, I don't need your money. And then I bought weed, and I got really hungry, and I wished I had his money right now. All right. This is why you come prepared, people. It is, though, guys. I, um, what else happened with my life? Saw my dad for the first time in two years. That's kind of weird if you guys don't know this. an old joke. Um, he's a meth addict. Last time I saw him, I, was, uh, I got in a fight with him, and I was one of the kids that won. So I had to move out. Fucking came over to my parents' house. While I'm cooking my mom dinner, after I cook my mom dinner, I'm on the bathroom. I'm in the toilet, like, checking to see if mutiny radio is going to happen or not on my f fucking cell phone. I hear my mom go, your son's home, which means my dad's home. You know how awkward it is to meet your arch nemesis while your pants around your ankles? <laughs> Way awk more awkward for him. Because I live alone and I shit with the door open. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, give sense. it up for Hunter Uniac. All right, get ready to get some feedback. Uh, I think it's fine to do a Game of Thrones joke. Uh, you can't open by saying it's topical. Uh, oh, I, I did that on purpose to be sarcastic. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Well, you know, you're just on another level, man. <laughs> But you're right, I'll keep that in mind. Yeah, I might switch it over. I liked topical. I would just maybe say current instead yeah. of topical. Yeah, topical is more political and stuff. You're right, yeah, you're right. Okay. Um, and then I liked, the, uh, Arya, I liked all of the kids, uh, the, the start kids. If you're going to end with Arya, end with like a bigger punch. Uh, what I wrote down was a sexy, a sex-hungry sex hungry lesbian with a mullet. If you're going to use the mullet, like her father. really just go for it. Well, she looks like a lesbian. That's like the... I've never had an argument happen. We don't over kink the, like, shame here, sir. In Mutiny Radio. Sexuality is sexist. She doesn't, but people like it. it, it people get it for some reason. I don't know. Did you? Okay. I can see it. Yeah. I I have a comment. Okay. Game of Thrones jokes are hack. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to delirium anymore. <laughs> is that it cool don't let Warhol end that so uh, with the Game of Thrones I feel like you can do more than the Stark family yeah uh, I mean the Targaryens I yeah mean, 
like I mean, they would just fuck their brothers and sisters. I mean, you can use that. Yeah, that's all, like that's all the stuff I remembered. You know, <laughs> like I did, forgot my notebook. Wasn't even planning to come in here. But yeah, yeah, no, you're right. That is something I need to do. Yeah, and uh, and obviously the fucking what's their name? The gold, the lion people, Lannisters. Lannisters. Yeah, like it's just all incest. It really is. Yeah, there's more shit than incest there. Mm-hmm. I mean, like the fucking dad tried to kill the son. I mean, oh yeah, that's all I remember. <laughs> But yeah, good stuff though. Thank you, you man. Did great. Appreciate you. Yeah. All, right. All right, that's it oh, for put this your episode $2, of Behind people. the Thrones. Woo! Next on the mic, we have Mr. David Roth coming up. Hey, hey. I uh, I grew up in a town where like all the mattress stores had space names. It was like Mattress Planet. And then across the street, they opened a mattress universe. And then there was also like a mattress galaxy. And they all had these like banners where they just like roasted the shit out of each other. Like um, one of the banners was like, what kind of universe has 20% less inventory than a planet? And uh, that, then that was countered with what kind of planet doesn't have pillow top? And then like a sub banner under that opened up that was like, not a planet we want to live on. Burn, that's Akron, Ohio, in the suburbs. Um, this woman broke up with me and then had like a kid 10 months later with a sperm donor, which like, <laughs> which really sucks, you know, because like if she has it with another dude, you just get to like dump on the other dude, be like, oh, Frank, what? Oh, why? Because like Frank has muscles. Like we all have abs, okay? Even, did you guys know that everyone has abs? You don't just, because Frank has fucking abs. It's just a visibility thing. Anyway, I thought I had like processed the sperm donor thing, um, but then Thanksgiving rolled around and I lashed out at the turkey baster. I just like smacked it out of my mom's hand and just like, we're eating it dry this year. Um, I went to high school in Michigan and uh, the highway signs in Michigan are like terrifying. Just like one of the signs said, south to Detroit and north to Flint. It's like, Ah! Um, it's like, how do you want to die? Lead bullets or lead poisoning? Um, Detroit is like the only city where if you call 911, it goes straight to voicemail. I was, uh, I love making like prank phone calls in high school. That was like my thing. I, do you guys like remember, I don't know, I grew up in like the 90s and it was just like the golden age of prank phone calls. It was amazing. It was like before caller ID, before Star 69, like everyone's name was in the phone book. It was awesome. Like I would call, um, actually one time I called Shaq, like his number was fucking listed in Orlando and I said that I was like a Make-A-Wish kid. He's like, all right, like what's your wish? I was like, well, I wish you could make your motherfucking free throws. Uh, I also would like call NBA bench warmers and offer like alternative career options for them. I was like, ooh, what kind of, ooh, I was like, ooh, what about construction foreman? Because you're really good at watching other people do the work. Or like, ooh, what about, you should like install fireplaces because you're already good at keeping benches warm. Um, <laughs> I know, dude, I was, I was fucking nasty. Is that cut off for one minute? Cut off? Uh, one minute? Okay, cool. Uh, also, like, I called, um, like, my history teacher, Mr. Barbris, and, like, and I pretended like I was like his mistress, like his wife would pick up and I was just like, is John Barabas there? She's like, who is this? I was like, he knows who this is, this is Jade. He was supposed to meet me half an hour ago at Hotel, Hotel Rendezvous. 
All right, thanks, guys. And at Hotel Rendezvous. <laughs> that was a very aggressive light you guys gave. That was like an end of days, like fucking land the plane. <coughs> may have been trying to give you that light for a moment. <coughs> uh, I think there's something there with the prank call. However, if you're going to call Shaq, you should just do a Shaq impression. It's pretty easy. Ooh, chill, brother. Hey, David, what's up, man? Uh, I thought the, uh, do you usually do that punchline, uh, the, like, make your free throws the way you did? I think you could just, like, say it a little more, like, just a little more pause. Like, you can make your free throws. I thought you were a little too silly on the punchline. Uh, also, if you're going to go after the bench players, I, I would actually go more into that. I, I mean, you were talking about, like, how they do nothing, but where my mind went was uh, kind of the opposite. Like, it's kind of the dream job, if you think about it, because, like, they get paid million of dollars and like get courtside seats. Like, I don't know, I just think it's something interesting to explore. Uh, just, adding on, yeah, just adding on to what uh, Mr. Aguinaga said. Um, <laughs> no, it, um, I guess if you're on the other end, if you're gonna act out Shaq's voice then you should act like you're like a 17 year old or however old you were and be like, you know, pause, make your free All right, last comment, anybody got one? All right, give it up one more time for David Roth. Our next comic is very funny. His name is Hillary Ha. He's sure to shock it to you. Murad Shaki. Shock it to him. Oh, I'm just gonna, that's gonna be my catchphrase. Oh, I shocked you. And I'll do an air kick. No, you guys don't like it. It's done. Uh, cool. Uh, I uh, finally caught up on uh, watching the debates, and uh, I, I don't know if there's a candidate, I think, that like has a chance of beating Trump. Because, you know, a lot of Trump's base is filled with like conspiracy theorists. So I think we need a candidate to just come out and say, listen, guys, it was aliens that shot Kennedy. Just tell, just uh, like pick me, I'll tell you the full story. Also, the moon landing, we faked it. We landed on a different moon. I'll tell you which one if you just pick me. Also, 9-11, uh, it was an inside job, but it was also an outside job. It was two jobs, <laughs> never forget. <laughs> Uh, I've uh, been doing some job interviewing lately, taking even more ejection than I'm used to, and uh, I uh, didn't, uh, <laughs> I didn't, uh, I, I did a job interview with Google, and I thought I fucking nailed it, but I got a rejection letter in my email, and then a week later, I got another one, and they just keep sending them to me, and I was like, hey, I think you got a glitch with your mailer, but they didn't acknowledge it, and I keep getting it, and it's at random intervals, so it'll be Google just being like, hey, still not good enough? We don't want you, and still just not good enough. Uh, I know it's probably narcissistic to think that like a multi-million, or a multi, like a, a trillion dollar fucking multinational corporation is fucking with me, 
Uh, but wouldn't that be a dope prank? Like, hey, guys, you know how we have literally limitless power? Let's just use it to wreck one guy's confidence. Um, uh, I'm not doing so well lately. I've eaten a four-pack of Reese's Cups every day for the past six weeks, and I'm just waiting for someone to ask me if I'm okay. Uh, they say there's no wrong way to eat a Reese's Cup, but have you tried the fetal position? <laughs> there's no wrong way. Guys, I'm really falling into pieces about these Reese's. <laughs> uh, I... Uh, if you thought that Game of Thrones joke was heck, I have a telemarketer joke coming up right now. Um, I hate telemarketer calls because it forces me to be rude to poor people like 10 times a day. Oh, am I done? Oh, one minute. Oh, okay, cool. You should use a light. Uh, but uh, just once I'd like to have an honest conversation with a telemarketer like, listen, man, I know you got a tough gig. I'm not mad at you. And in the end, I probably could be saving more on my energy bill. Uh, but life's just one big energy bill, man. You just got to let me find my own way. Just, I need you to do this. Can you turn around, find your boss, and I need you to kill him. Just kill your boss. And also, do you have anything that can start a fire? And before I leave you, have you considered refinancing your student debt? Anyway, thank you very much. My name is me. All right, ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Murad Shaki. Let's hear what you thought. Um, Murad. Are you okay? Yeah. 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 Oh, that stuff was really funny. The Reese's, the Reese's shit. I, I do like the kick. If you want, uh, have you been doing I, the kick? I also like the kick. I think it really hits the punch really, really well. So that's, I, I like that a lot. Uh, for the Reese's one, obviously, you can try so many different ways to eat a Reese's, sadly. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, you could you could have been, like, in the fetal position, it's like, and then you do the Reese's pieces, and it's like, and they don't hold up well in the shower, like, when you... <laughs> <laughs> That's like funny. When, yeah. yeah, that is funny. Yeah, something like that. And then I think someone tried to tag uh, your joke about going from the conspiracy theories to job interviews about, like, uh, the job inside job. Oh, yeah, that was... I don't that, know where the Yeah, that was Warhol, is. that it was yeah, very like, in plain sight. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. Do I don't know if there's, like, a, a way you could finesse it in or not, or if it's just... There's a I'll figure way, it out. Yeah. But, yeah. If there is any way that you can just have a Reese's wrapper fall out of your pocket as you leave the stage... I have, like, four in my car. That's a... Yeah, I'd eat a lot of Reese's. I'm, <laughs> I don't think I'm going to do prop comedy. <laughs> uh, the fetal position shit was funny. Uh, I think for the Google interview thing, I think you could big it up. Like, you, you were your hope was really, like, riding on it. Mm -hmm. And then I think that would make it... Like, oh, more, more devastating. Right, like, because yeah. I okay. think people... You think you're just assuming that people think Google's a big interview, but, like, <laughs> who the fuck are they? Mm -hmm. um, maybe there could be something about, like... Gmail itself because they owe I that. forgot. I was going to say, also, let's let them know through Gmail. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah I you forgot do that. that. Yeah. Uh, and then the last thing I was going to say is uh, I didn't totally follow who was who in the last telemarketer part. Like, kill your boss. I was like, who? Oh, that was who? all coming from me, but I, I need to make that more clear. Yeah. All right. I got time for one, two more comments, guys. Hey. I actually got no feedback. Okay, I just wanted cool, to say dude, I love you. your set, dude. Thank you, man. So, hey, was that a three-minute set? Uh, my timer said three minutes. Okay, no worries. I, I did all the stuff I wanted to do. It's fine. Uh, Murad, one more, one more thing. You said the... I don't know why you said it's funny because it's through Gmail because it's Google. Okay, but then it made me think if it's through other stuff, like it would be even worse if you're applying to AOL and you're just like uh, told every day. 
Uh-huh. You That's got funny. mail that you're yeah. fired? Just yeah. a thought. They just like throw away, like, I checked my hot mail. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. Cool. Thank you. All right, y'all, give it up one more time for Murad Shaki. All right, we're going to keep this one going. Our next comment is Shaylin Martos. Give it up. Good afternoon, everybody. How we doing? <laughs> this is brand new stuff I wrote this week. Let's see if this actually works. Oh, who? Remember to, do- uh, to donate because that window was not cheap, right? Um, I think it says a lot about me as a person that all my succulents are dying, but my fern is doing just fine. Um, if you know anything about plants, ferns are temperamental and they're needy. <laughs> and they require a whole lot of attention, and succulents are known for just sitting there, and you don't have to do anything to them, so I think that says a lot about me. All right, we're going to work on that punchline, but I think it's a good premise. Um, I think a really good way to get to know someone is looking at their recent emojis. Have you noticed that? Like, do you all use emojis, and then on the thing it has, like, your recent ones? So mine has, like, you know, aliens and little heart faces and shit like that, but... I really, when I date someone, I want them to show me their, like, fucking emoji recents, because what if they just got, like, a bunch of fucking guns and and skulls and, like, babies? Um, <laughs> like, if I looked at Voldemort's emoji recents, I'm pretty sure it would be, like, a serpent, a skull, <laughs> a lightning strike, you know? Man, you guys don't think this is funny. A baby, a nose. <laughs> All right. Um... We'll go into this. Uh, I told my therapist I have a very loose grasp on reality. <laughs> like, I can convince myself of pretty much anything. Like, that I'm Beyonce, or that I live in Atlantis, or I can afford an apartment in San Francisco. <laughs> um, but really, it's uh, it's mostly because I'm just, like, fucking stoned all the time. <laughs> uh, back when, in, like, uh, when I lived in L.A., I used to work at this restaurant, and when we'd get off, uh, We'd all pile into somebody's car and smoke hella blunts, and then we'd go to Krispy Kreme because it was open 24 hours. And I remember we were like in the car, we were fucked up, and we we're at the Krispy Kreme, and we pull up to the little intercom, and the lady goes, "What do you want?" Right? And I lean lean to the window, and I go, "Can I get a kids meal, a a glazed donut, and a chocolate milk?" And the lady goes, "What?" And I'm like, "Can I get a kids meal, a glazed donut, and a chocolate milk?" She's like, what? And now I have to say it a third time, so I gotta like fucking change it. I have to say something different. So I'm like, glazed donut, chocolate, milk, kids meal. And she's like, what? And then I realized that I was in a coop and the window <laughs> wasn't down. Wow, damn. I thought that was hilarious. It was just it was just stuck there and I was yelling, yelling at a closed window. Um this this was before Vine, so there's no like video evidence, but <laughs> If there was, I would have probably went viral. Um, So yet another man refused to date me because he thought I was a lesbian. (laughs) No, it's fine. I get it. I know how I look. I get it. Like a like a sexy substitute librarian. But I'm I'm not. I'm not a lesbian. I'm something called pansexual. And does anybody know what that means? It's not. Yes. It's not that I'm attracted to pans. It means that that I will fuck pretty much anything. 
hi how's it going <laughs> good time for you to walk in uh yeah like anything you've got i i tell people i don't care what you have just show me where to lick it <laughs> and that usually goes pretty well um i think do i have any more time um okay when my little sister we used to ask to play video games i uh would just give her a controller that wasn't plugged in so i think we should do the same thing for donald trump <laughs> and just give him like a big red button that he can just like hit all day uh <laughs> but it doesn't do anything yeah yeah and be like congratulations sir you've just destroyed chicago the obamas are gone congratulations <laughs> oh wow all right, guys, I'm gonna just get the fuck off here. Thank you. Yeah. Wait, how do I? Give it up for Shayla and Martos. Thank you. Woo! And feedback, yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, yeah. The saying that you're not attracted, like you say you're pansexual and then you say you're not attracted to pans. Yeah. Say, say kitchenware. Kitchenware. Yeah. That There's something so about better. not using the same word more than once. Yeah. And just using different words that kind of like adds to it. So. Hell yeah. Like kitchenware. Yeah, yeah. You, you got it. Like. But it's I could I could add in something like about like some fancy like look pots or something. Yeah, stainless steel. Yeah. Uh, you can yeah, only get off at yeah. like I do like yeah. the feel of some stainless steel. There's room for a pot joke there too. Oh yes. Okay. Fuck yeah, joke workshop. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. No, he's right. I wrote these like two hours ago, so please. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is great. This is great. I'm mad at myself for not thinking of these premises. Jericho. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it would be a better joke. Yeah. Definitely. Like the rope and then the gun and then a firework or something like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for the emojis one, I think you right now it's really general, but if you yeah. pick like specific emojis like I was with this guy and his last three were like baby serpent pirate ship. And yeah. you're like, did this guy just you know, feed a baby to it you know, like yeah. use tell use emojis to tell like these stories and try and put so you yeah. like sort of do like detective work to put those together is then we get like specific visuals in our head because right now it's just really general. Yeah. Um, for the plant stuff, it's just like even if the idea that um, you're hard to take care of plants thrive and you're easy to take care of plants die, even yeah. that is just you've taken us like 20% of the way there. You have so much more work to do on like what that means you just there's so much that is o left open to interpretation because we want to you're like isn't that crazy that, that happens but you just need to like take us so much further down to okay. explain what you're getting at i just we did you only gave us like 30 percent of the story yeah, i, I was like. gonna say for that one if you flipped it like you describe like, oh i'm into plants i blah 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 and then you say but i find it weird that like this one died and this one yeah whatever. Or like okay. so if I'm like dating a, or like if I'm dating a total disaster, that's fine. But if I'm dating someone that has their shit together, then it's not like. Oh it's, yeah, it's, it's just because I have doctor syndrome and I like overanalyze and overwater. So I feel like that's all right. All right, I'll work on that. Note is instead of refuse to date me, I just I think he a man mistook me for a lesbian instead of refuse. No, he he refused to date me. Because he thought you were a lesbian. Yes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Time for one more comment, He's guys. like, prove it. And I, and then I ended up with his dick in my mouth. So, I'm kidding. That's a joke. So yeah, right? Okay, cool. It sounds like that story is compelling and interesting and surprising and worth unpacking more. Right? Okay, cool. Thanks, everybody. Appreciate it.
All right, all right. Up next, we've got Polly Pop-Tart, the original drag intro comedian. I think I read that right. Hello, everybody. My name is Polly Pop-Tart, the original drag intro comedian. I've got a great cast for you tonight, but I need your help to introduce them. So when I say, oh, oh, I need you to say, is she ready? Let's give it a try. Oh, oh. Perfect. So I work for a genetic testing lab that focuses in women's reproductive health. Specifically, I help women with uh, their prenatal testing and getting coverage, especially Medicaid patients. I hate kids, but pregnant women are, are cool, right? Pregnant women are cool. My intuition is telling me that pregnancy is really expensive. Oh, oh. Is she ready? She's got a sixth sense. Welcome to the stage, Penny Nickel. So Penny Nickel is just like her water, broke. And the reason that she's broke is because Penny Nickel couldn't afford an abortion. Penny Nickel couldn't afford an abortion because for that, she would need a dime. That's a really narrow joke. Uh, uh, March of Dimes is a conservative organization that's very pro-life. And in the pro-life, pro-choice debate, I am very, very opinionated. I am pro-abortion and anti-choice. We should ban all children. So I've learned a lot about women's bodies through working at a genetic testing lab. And one of the things I learned recently is that women have three holes down there. My eyes are up here. And uh, women have three holes. I swear, I'm not smoking anything. Oh, oh. She sucked a lot of flamers to earn her third hole. Welcome to the stage, Tracy Otomy. Thank you. So I'm very concerned about women's health, and it starts with good sex ed. Without good sex ed, kids just look to porn for answers. What are kids going to take from that? Pregnancy, come in the face. Those two things are going to be linked. And honestly, come in the face, let's make the truth about come in the face. Semen in the face is what happens on Halloween night, when you're in a blacked out laundry room, hooking up as your molly is wearing off. Let's speak the truth about semen in the face, because after he's done, he tells you he should leave the room first, so no one sees you leaving together. You know what I wish sex ed would have taught me? How to find a towel in the dark. Let's speak the truth. You know what? I'm going to stop doing that. This is the exact reason why you shouldn't take a break writing jokes to watch the Democratic debates. Oh, oh. She's got a plan to repossess your job, Mr. President. Welcome to the stage, Elizabeth Warren. Oh, we have a challenger. Oh, oh. He's leap. Let's try it one more time. Oh, oh. He's experienced war, and now he's ready to lead a more peaceful world. Welcome to the stage, Pete Buttigieg. Yeah, very silly. But Pete Buttigieg, you know how I know he's a bottom? He's got a lot of money and still can't make it to the top. But Pete Buttigieg is religious, and religion is a common reason why people don't support sex education, which I never understood. My Catholic grandmother always told me it's better for your seed to land in the belly of a whore than on the ground. 
Can't argue with that logic. Oh, oh. Gay conversion camp turned her from a top to a bottom. Welcome to the stage, Peaches Christ. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. My name is Polly Pop-Tart at 365 Days of Drag Names on Instagram. Yeah, open up for feedback. Uh, I, I just want to know, do you realize how fast you're talking? Uh, is it intentional? Yeah, it was a it, part of it's intentional, and part of it was that it's a five-minute uh, bit <laughs> that I was trying to get into four minutes. Okay, I would uh, generally suggest against that. Comedy is usually about pausing; like that's where you get people a chance to react and have a feeling about what you're doing. Yeah. Uh, but also to to ground us, if you have more time to do it, you might want to create a a backstory for this show that we're at. You might want to tell us what show we're at more so that we can be there with you. Might, you might even like want to refer to physical things in the space, just like the more you can flesh out what imaginary show we're at, the more we can follow your train. I'm normally in full drag when I'm doing this, which is a little bit easier to, to get. A, five, a, five, a six o'clock showtime is a little tough to, you know, spackle your eyebrows. Yeah, I haven't seen that part. <laughs> There's a whole closet. Yeah. yeah, I thought I thought it would just be maybe helpful to have like different parts of the stage as like physical spaces for when you're introducing them and then when you're the guest. Like just mm. sort of plot out those territories so we it just helps us do the visual work. Okay. And then one of the things I mean I thought it was a really a really funny insight that um, you like pregnant women but you hate babies. That's like a really great like concept and is there something more like i want you to have a solution of how to like elephants have like the longest gestation period give me the nutritious uh uh, umbilical cord i'm done with them (laughs) yeah yeah so maybe just think about like how can we prolong pregnancies and sort of cancel the babies from the equation or something like that but that was it's a really fun idea I have a question. Were you making the association that people won't want to get pregnant if they associate it with getting cummed on the face? Was, was, did I understand that correctly? So, basically, it's like if kids don't have sex ed, right. they're going to think that getting cum on the face is how you get pregnant. Okay, right. As just a concept, were you trying to say that, like, ew, they wouldn't want that if that's their association? or? Nah, okay. All right. I, I was just checking. Yeah. All right. I feel like when you said you hate children but love pregnant women, you can pretty easily just say, uh, though you love pregnant women, you hate like 8% of them, which is the baby, because you hate it, and it's inside her. So you still hate it, even though it's inside her, et cetera. Uh, And then I was a little confused when you were talking about three holes, because women do have three holes down there. It's just one of them is kind of small. Yeah, yeah. that's what I... Like, women have three holes. I, I promise I'm not smoking anything. And then to lead into the, the intro. Just yeah. Intention. Make that a little clearer. Quite a, did you come up with all these names, like, for these people? I have 645 of them, yeah. You came up with them? Yeah. Dude, well, that's the names, impressive. Some of the names out there are actual drag queens. I just wrote the intros. Oh, okay. So I would say about 250 of them are real queens, and then the rest of them are made up. All right. Yeah, and no, for the tracheotomy thing, I thought that was cool. But then it kind of lost me because I was thinking down here. Maybe it would have been a pause. But, like, I was thinking down here there was an extra third hole. But I was like, there's already three. And then this. And then I kind of got lost. But tracheotomy. Can someone allow me? No, not All right. So when women have a... <laughs> 
Time for one more? All righty then. One more time for Polly Pop-Tart, the original drag intro comedian. Um, I want to take this time to just um, throw out there a donation uh, announcement. We had an incident. We need to replace this window, so donations today are more important than um, probably uh, any other time. Uh, and I don't think he's here, but is Josh Holub in the house? Nope. All right, so next up to the stage, Natasha Vinick. I uh, I have to make new friends now. It sucks. It sucks because all my friends have made uh, their own new friends. <laughs> like squeezed them out of their vaginas. They had babies. It fucking sucks. I hate it. And it's like, how desperate do you have to be? Like, how much of a terrible friend am I if you're like, no, I need to have this other thing that I'm going to wait nine months for, <laughs> squeeze out, and it won't be able to talk to me for five years. I'd rather be with this than Natasha. Like, what a garbage friend must I, Like, what was I not doing that they wanted me to do, you know? Like, did they... Like, did they want me to cock block them more? Like, I could have done that, you know? Like, did they want me to shit in my pants more regularly? I can do that, too. I think they were pissed because ultimately, thank you, thank you. I think they were pissed because ultimately I like refused. My line was boob stuff. I wasn't down to do. I think babies suck boobs. Okay, cool. We like that. We like that so much. Um, uh, I think women like firefighters a lot because they always put out. All right, all right. Uh, you guys familiar with Freud? Okay, Freud, if you weren't familiar, he's kind of like the father of psychology or whatever. He has this thing called the edible complex and the electric complex. The idea is that the opposite sex kids want to fuck their opposite sex parents, you know, um, whatever. And part of it for the girls is that they say, he says that the girls uh, develop penis envy once they realize they don't have a penis. And he's quoted as saying that women get resentful, girls get resentful to their mothers for putting them in the world so insufficiently equipped <laughs> and I just like what what's Freud doing with his dick <laughs> where he's like oh, they're really missing out on this equipment <laughs> right like does he think he has like a Swiss army knife that he's pulling out and like screwing in frames and like oh women can't do this like I don't understand I bet like guys <laughs> I bet he's like helicoptered at a lady and be like you must hate that you can't do this huh <laughs> And she's like, nah, I hate that I don't have any rights. It's mostly this though, right? <laughs> like it's, so also his thing for little boys was that uh, he thinks little boys assumed that, um, little boys assume once they see that girls have no dick that they ha the girls, little girls have been ha castrated and their mothers have been castrated by their fathers. Um, so like clearly what's happening with Freud is he's had these fears growing up and he's like, oh, everyone must feel this way, right? Because <laughs> he's a psychologist and he can. But you know how crazy, like that'd be if I was like, oh yes, that, uh, that stage of development where every child hides eggs around her house thinking they'll turn into chickens. That critical stage of development we all go through. Like, how could he have found that out? Did he have to like go up to a kid and be like, do you ever, uh, 
Do you ever think about how your mom's uh, missing her dick? Do you ever wonder uh, where her dick went? Do you wonder how it happened? Like, no, no kid, like, this is made up in his head, you know? Like, he really had to be like, do you think, do you think your dad took your mom's dick? <laughs> and the kid would be like, I have to go back to my parents now. <laughs> uh, that's all that I want to do. Thank you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for Natasha Vivek. We're going to open the floor for some comments, please. I love that. I think that whole that whole bit is really really funny. Um, uh, the I gotta go back to my parents now. I don't know if Stranger Danger would be like a harder hit than that. Um, and also, so Freud and and his homies used to just like fuck each other in an attic. What? Uh, yeah, that's how they figured out all this stuff. And they used to just film people fucking and fuck each other. And yeah, so I think you could definitely include a little bit of that because that's fucking crazy. Uh, if you're going to cock block, then shit yourself. You could also cock block by shitting yourself. Oh. <laughs> um, I don't know. I thought Freudian slip could be like, actually, Freud kept on, his dick kept on sleep, sl slipping out. I don't know. Um, and I think, Freud, yeah, you were g getting into this, like, why, how Freud was projecting. So he wanted to fuck his mom and uh, wanted to get back on women, so he said those terrible things. And he never made women come, so he thought that we couldn't come. And he thought it was where our organs are insufficient. Yeah, I, I like the Freud stuff. Right now it's sort of this like very kind of like technical, it's like a very, it's like a list of sort of all these things, but I sort of want you to just do a really immature emotional takedown, like, <laughs> I'm Freud, this is how I grew up, you know, like just maybe like add more emotion, because right now it's like you take a topic and then you break it down, you take another topic and you break it down, mm -hmm. but it could, I just, but you're doing, I don't know, it's not necessarily like timely, I just feel like you want to call this guy like a little bitch and just make it like a huge act out performative thing instead of making it so like bullet pointed, you know, mm -hmm. just, that makes just sense. the style of this might be a little tag. Uh, when, he's, when you've got Freud talking to the kids, you can have them at a subway. <laughs> can you say that again? When you have Freud talking to the kids, you can have them doing it at a subway. I liked the bit with the eggs. And then uh, I feel like what I particularly liked toward the end that didn't really get expanded upon is I very much like the idea of Freud like hypothesizing what your dad did with your mom's dick, what his motivations behind that are, and where the dick is currently. What is dad up to? That's what I'm wondering. Uh, I was going to say that, um, shit, the first thing, oh, interested to know, like, why, why does Freud not understand sex, or, you know, like, did his parents not talk to him, did he not go to sex ed classes in school, or something like that, like, why does he think that this is an interesting thing to me, um, and then I also think the eggs part is really funny, and just talk about how that's you and you're weird. <laughs> Because I think that goes right by everyone that, like, it's a weird thing, but you don't call out how weird it is. Yeah. 
All right. One more time for Natasha Vinick. Next up to the stage, we have Josh Holub. He showed up. Uh, I get it, I'd leave too. Uh, thanks, yeah, you know, it's nice to be, nice to be out of the house, you know, I've been, uh, doing a little soul search, a little AA, going a little AA. I'm, uh, I'm still drinking, I'm just looking for new ideas, you know. I started going and I, I realized that, uh, I have not lived a full life yet. Uh, these people have some pretty great stories and, uh, I'm just not there yet. I think I need a good good 10 more years of drinking before I can really properly go to A and feel like my stories are worthwhile, you know? That's, it's really, uh, I want it to feel like my people. I need, basically, I just need good stories. So, like, I'm going to go out tonight, I'm going to hit up AA after this, and I get some good ideas, and then hit the bar, and hopefully I have some, something good to hang out with, you know, something good to talk about. <sighs> you guys are giving me nothing. It's <sighs> supposed to be a 10-minute bit. <laughs> Now, I just want to, like, hang out with my people, you know? It's like, going to AA, it's like my people. Like, you guys aren't there yet, but you'll get there. Don't worry. I have confidence in all of you, especially him. But, um, you know, like, I just go to hang out in AA. It's like, it's my people. It's like me and my dad just hanging out at AA, exchanging stories, you know? That's how we're bonding, me and my dad in AA getting wasted right before and then after, you know? Just hanging out. It's a good time. All right. That doesn't have legs. Uh, I'm down with the claw. I feel like this is not a good thing to make a joke about because it will not be funny in about a minute. But you guys down with the white claw. Has anyone tried to do white claw jokes at open mics? Because I feel like it's a very obvious target. I know, right? I'm fucking, I am like, I'm like the Richard Pryor of 2019, dude, talking about White Claw, dude. I'm down with the claw, dude. I do not give a fuck. If you don't know what White Claw is, it's like La Croix that has children and only talks to them once a year, you know? It's like, uh, it's La Croix with a drinking problem, essentially, but it's classy. It's La Croix. I feel like it's my fubu. Four idiots by idiots, and I fucking love that shit, dude. Just drink it all day long. La Croix. <sighs> I recently switched to decaf coffee because I feel like sometimes I need to take a nap after I shit my pants, you know? Feels like a good time to do that. And uh, I, I don't need coffee to stay awake anyway. I just need to shit my pants sometimes, so I don't need to stay up after that. Just take a nap, decaf coffee. Um, I feel like there's three ways to use an escalator. There's to, to walk up it to run up it and then get pushed down it by, an, by a businessman who's in a hurry. And that's the only way I ever go down an elevator because uh, I don't know how to use those things. No one else does either. There should be like a, like a law of how to use an escalator. And um, businessmen on uh, earphones, they get first fucking rights, dude. It's like fucking Thunderdome on the escalator. Um, I can't read. <laughs> And I'm in a um, long-distance relationship, so it's kind of hard because we write a, lot of, write a lot of letters to each other. But I don't know what I'm doing, so I just draw like, pictures, and I just hope that they get to her. So I just draw a bunch of weird pictures, and I just give them to the mailman. I say, take them to Atlanta. Get them there. And uh, I think it's going well. <laughs> My biggest fear is getting into a conversation with anyone. 
Uh, that's the only thing I never want to do. My biggest fear is that I'll start talking to someone, they'll reveal something very personal to me, like they once tried to commit suicide, and then I will have to have a conversation. That's the real crime there. All right, that's enough of me. One more time, Josh Holup, and uh, open for our feedback. Oh, it looks like your set was perfect. I know. Thanks. You, I wanted to hear more about the uh, this taking stories from people at AA. I think it'd be funny if you were like trying to win, like you were trying to like have like the best stories. So you're like making up shit slash like helping people out to like take their stories. Like, oh, let me hear about your pain. You're secretly like writing shit to use at another AA meeting. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like. Uh, you're, you drink a lot, but not enough to get the stories. Like, you should just, like, I drink, like, three beers a night. Like, 21 beers a week, that's not going to get you, like, the good shit, like, the good stories. You know, like, I haven't puked on a cop. I haven't, like, you know, shat on a turtle. I don't know, just, like, and, and come up with those visuals of, like, it seems like you aspire to bottom out. Also, I was, like, dying for you to say the words bottom out. Um, but, like, I feel like, you know, you're in this, it's like how in the NBA, like, if you come in last place, you'll get a great draft pick. But if you come in like in the middle, it's like it sucks. So just like I feel like that language should just be clear. And like you want your bottoming out stories. Yeah, like if, so I, much yeah. More to do. if I punch a horse, then I've won. I yeah. think I think you could also uh, like before you go into all of it or at some point you can like set the level of like where you are with like your alcohol, like AA stuff. Because I you said AA and then I was like, oh, OK, you touched on it. But I didn't know like where you were. I just kind of. You don't so know if I'm an alcoholic. I mean, I I, I caught on eventually, but like you could have, you, but you could have been like, yo, like I do like ten and like a, I just looked at you, but like I had okay. to. Yeah, I'm never doing this joke again. I like the uh, AA jokes, but <laughs> if you're gonna do white claw jokes, you gotta throw back to the fact that you're an alcoholic. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say uh, for white claw, some people don't know what it is. I would, I like, I don't know if people say this already, but clown with the claw. Clown with the claw. Clown with you said down with the claw. Clown with the claw. I okay, think it's more like fun. Uh, it's just like a. It's like a funny way to say like I'm down to clown. You, you know. Say it's an alcoholic. Yeah, yeah. Why? Are you serious? Why? It's an alcoholic. White claw is the song of the summer. If it's the song of the summer, it's alcohol. Get with it. There you go. All right. Um, I, I didn't think I'd have to explain this. It's it's basically a wine cooler, like a spritzer thing. Um, there's another one about yeah. Zima. Do you think that's I think a, a fun juxtaposition? Do I need to be writing jokes about White Claw, though? Probably not. Just you should tell a White Claw story that you stole from AA. All right. Yeah, so. I, I have a question. Did you mention a particular moment that brought you to AA that was kind of lame? No, that's a good idea. Because you, you could say, like, you know you're a loser when people ask you why you're in AA and your answer is blank. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, steal my punchline. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, that's good. Uh, I I like the uh, I, I like the AA stuff. Uh, I would say you could uh, you could say something like uh, you know like oh I thought I hit rock bottom so I went to AA and then I heard their stories. It was like you know I'm fine. Like that's there's some. Or I think it might be a funny way if you think you feel your stories aren't good enough, so you go to AA and you're like I need better stories. And then so you take everyone out from AA and get them really drunk to get better stories. Like if you, okay. Yeah, you're that's probably sketch. Yeah, okay. And then, and then finally, uh, the conversation thing, uh, I thought it was very funny. But uh, what if you were like in a bad situation, like someone tries to mug you and they're like, uh, give me your wallet. And you're like, okay, okay, just stop talking to me. And then, oh, that's Yeah, good. yeah, yeah. Like I something like actually scary, but like you're scared just about the conversation. Okay. 
Also, it was hard to believe that you can't read unless you back that up with like dyslexia or something. So like, it's hard for us to believe anything. Um, I no, no, but uh, like we don't. Without that help, it's like we're not going to be on board to even start laughing. So that's why I kind of went um, like. I believe you can't read. Thank you. Oh. <laughs> One more you comment. In me more, One more. David. All right, thanks. All right, Josh Hollab, everybody. Uh, next to the stage, we've got Asifo. Ash Asifo? All right, yo, 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 yo. I work in cybersecurity, which sounds cool to a lot of people because people just assume I'm like Jason Statham on the internet. However, it's actually more like being a BART police officer. You know, stop pooping on the fucking sidewalk, dog. Like that's really what it's really like. I was talking to a girl the other day, and she was like, "You know, what do you do for a living?" I said, "I'm in security." And she says, oh my God, me too. I didn't take photos in high school because I thought my face was too round. I think my boobs are fat. Um, you know, so that's how this goes. Uh, there's there's another shooting. There was actually two shootings this past week, which is terrible. Um, so a lot of people are having trouble like getting out, living their lives. But I think this is actually the best time that everyone should be living their life. You know, like just last week, I went to a music festival. Uh, my friend uh, sent me a message and said, Asifo, are you sure that you, know, you want to go out there? Aren't you afraid of an active shooter? I said, no, I'm going to see Taylor Swift with 4,000 white women. I'm in the safest place in America right now. <laughs> I am in the safest place. Uh, actually, uh, the, the, and, and, it's, and it's sad because a lot of these shooters are attacking, you know, brown and black people, you know, really alienating. They want to start race wars, what they're saying. Uh, so United Negro, a CFO foundation, uh, my own nonprofit, we're doing some consulting services. If anyone wants to help us out, uh, we're the right now. It's a, the pending name is uh, it's all white, and and we're we're going and we're going to you know local services in in black and brown communities and helping them out. Like for example, we just did something down uh, in in the south. We went to Alabama Church and we just changed the sign outside to say Alabama Baptist Church, headlining Kid Rock. Right? <laughs> yeah, they actually said they stopped two active shooters that day. Um, um, yeah, no, it, it's, uh, what, I think what's more interesting about this is how Walmart responded. Um, so I don't know if you guys heard, but Walmart, what they decided to do, cause they, uh, you know, had a shooting in there and they also sell guns. They responded by taking down all of the video games with shooting on it. That's what they did. Still selling guns. They just decided to take that down. Um, uh, and I wanted to know who in that meeting was just like, this call of duty is getting out of hand. <laughs> I don't think anyone ever did that. Um, uh, I went to Chicago recently, first time in sh Chicago. Uh, this isn't really about Chicago, but I'm just a terrible tourist. I don't like touring, uh, doing touristy shit at all. Um, I went to go see that Sears Willis Tower, the tallest building or whatever shit like that. Waited three hours for this shit. Worst roller coaster ever. It didn't do anything. You just go up there. People just take Instagram photos. You know, no one's really putting these photos on their like fridge, send them to friends like postcards. I wish I used to get, I wish I got postcards. No one does that shit. Those are expensive. It's actually more expensive than just using data. Um, uh, uh, when I was also in Chicago, I saw a Chance the Rapper, uh, who I actually was not excited to see. A lot of people get excited. Oh my God, Chance the Rapper, he's so cool. Um, he's too positive for me. Is that something I can say? He's too positive. 
Yeah, dog. Is he's like the Kirk Franklin of rap? Um, and for all the white people to look at me like, who is Kirk Franklin? Who is Kirk Franklin? I can't tell you. You gotta Google it. You gotta Google it. I want you guys to to look at Kirk Franklin, and listen to his song, and be like, is this Chance? And I'd be like, yeah, you guys had to do it for yourself. Yeah, no, I I, I think when I when I listen to rap, I like to get a certain a certain feeling. Uh, and positivity just generally isn't one that I always want. I I want some aggressions from time to time. Um. How much, oh, you, you, hit, you hit me with the light already. Okay, cool. That's I'm done. I'm All done. right, y'all. Give it up for Ash Asifo. Make you clap your hands. Uh, I think it'd be funny if you came up with something, like an analogy for when you say, like, removing video games to curb gun violence, if you can come up with some, like, like that's like getting rid of this to prevent that. If I was, you know, funny, I would come up with one. But I don't know, it's something like, uh, we stopped selling printers because they make people so angry, you know, they keep breaking, but uh, yeah. And uh, I think you really struck a chord with the Chance the Rapper thing, because I think everybody in this room was like, yeah, fuck that. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, funny. Hello. Uh, so the cybersecurity thing, I think it was really funny, like, oh, stop pooping on the sidewalk. But I think you should follow that with like a like a data joke or something like that. Something that's very pedantic, that's not very exciting. So just like it brings it back to you, you know. Um, and then, you know, if you mention Kirk Franklin, I feel like if you if you sang a little bit of like love or something, something super cheesy, um, that always that always gets people hyped. I was also going to say, you can uh, say Kirk Franklin is Will Smith makes Jesus. <laughs> I'm stealing it. Uh, I wasn't fully on board when you said the safest place in America with a bunch of white women only just because a lot of mass shootings, like they don't really discriminate against. Uh, you got a couple of laughs there, but I, I, I don't have the solution for it. But I just, when you said it, I was not just fully on board. I've thought about this as well. Yes. Uh, and then uh, just a small tag. Uh, we stopped selling video games at Walmart. Now I know the difference between a Walmart and a Target. Double entendre there. Yeah. Uh, I think I just wanted to note that uh, I'm pretty sure BART police officers are actual cops and they have like guns and shit. So they're not like a great example of like a mall cop type of position. That's, that's fair feedback. Uh, yeah, I, I was gonna do something like that. Like, I think you need more mapping on Bart police. Like, hey, stop shitting on the internet, and I'm gonna kill you. Like a Bart police officer. Yeah. That works. All right. All right. Yeah. So, uh, when you talk about rapping at the end, like, you know, you don't want positivity. Sometimes you want aggression. Maybe if you like give an example of like this hyper masculine song you could think of. So like now it kind of gives it like a crazy edgy factor in your joke. It would like it would like work well with that's just what I think. I know I could count on you, Jared. Wait a minute. Wasn't the Vegas shooter a Taylor Swift concert? No. There was a bomb at an Ariana Grande concert. On that happy note, last comments. <laughs> All right, give it up. So I stopped using Molly. Um, yeah, I know. It sucks. It's because uh, I almost got fired. So I did get fired uh, from this job because while I was on Molly at Outside Lands last year, I decided to text my boss 27 individual text messages. 
all at once. It was really, really shitty. Um, they were all text messages, me being way too honest about my position at the job. I was just like, hey, man, you know, I am late. And it's just, it's, it's always my fault. Like, I always lie to you. You're actually such a good boss. And these are all just like different texts. Like, I think you're really short, but it's okay because you're the boss of this organization. And it's fine, man. Your, your wife was really pretty when you brought her in last week. And it just, I just think he was uncomfortable. Over time, I think he just didn't like, like me doing stuff. Um, <laughs> I think uh, I think it's weird that church is boring in 2019. I don't think we should. Uh, I don't know. I, I think if it's God, it should be the most entertaining thing, right? He's like the most divine thing that's ever been put on earth. Why don't we have speakers like we do at music festivals and shit, right? Like, why are we still listening to like piano and just drums and shit, right? Why isn't it? more entertaining. Shouldn't it be a sin to be bored at church? But everybody's always bored. Make some noise if you went to church this weekend. <laughs> My point exactly. Um, I'm working on this one. Uh, I want to adopt a white child to infiltrate the Republican Party. I, uh, I think it's a good idea. I don't know. I think that's what white people did with Kanye West. Now we're just seeing <laughs> the real him at this point. Um, I don't know, I feel like in every adopted kid's life, though, it's always the question, like, Dad, you know, how come I don't look like you, you know? And I would tell my little white kid, I'd be like, you know what, Tanner, name him Tanner, um, <laughs> you were sent here from the future to stop the conservatives from ending the world. And he'd be like, but who sent me, Dad? I'd be like, Childish Gambino. <laughs> But will I ever be black like you, Dad? No, but, you know, if you end the NRA, the KKK, and Fox News, you'll be the realest nigga of all time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I met my girlfriend's family this past weekend in Los Angeles. Uh, she is Mexican, and uh, her whole family does not speak English at all. And I do not speak Spanish at all. Like, everything I thought I knew from Dora is a fucking lie. I am so shitty at Spanish. Um, I realize that the go-to maybe happens for some of you guys, but I just nod and smile a lot. It's just, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> would, would that make you like me as like the boyfriend of your daughter? No? No, not, you said no. That's fucked up. What, what am I supposed to do? Do you know? This is not even a joke. Like I'm really like nervous now. I don't know. No, that's it. That's it, guys. Thank you. Mike Evans Jr. All right, um, feedback time. Hey, guy. Hey, dude. Hey, uh, how's it going? So, so uh, I like the Kanye bit, or I mean, or the white kid bit. Nice. You definitely developed it from last week. Yeah. Like that punchline was nice. Uh, what else was I gonna say? Well, realest nigga of all time. Yeah, yeah. that wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Holy fuck! I forgot what I was gonna say. Good set. Thanks. Appreciate it. I could have uh, sworn you had the name Tanner because you're going to be like, am I going to be black? He's like, no, your name is just ironic or something like that. Tanner? Yeah. yeah it was, it's it a super white name, too. Yeah. But I, I was in like Tanner McConnell because what Mitch McConnell is like the devil, too. So I was like, just put his last name on there. Um, 
Yeah. Okay. And Tanner then the, McConnell is a good white name for this fake child. Very white, peak white. Yeah. Okay. Um, cool. And then <laughs> the uh, the Molly thing, I think it's just an exercise of writing pages and pages of examples of like truth bombs followed by like things on Molly, like I love you so much, like yeah, like I hear you fucking <laughs> emptying ass in the fucking men's room, but like dude, you're a human, I'm a human, like I love you. Right? It always yeah, goes back yeah, to that. Funny. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I was gonna. Do you have the actual text messages? You could literally read them off your oh, phone. I believe that shit so fast. I tried to make up so many different lies. Like I was driving. Yeah, well, with your, I, stole it, my I, phone. for the for the device, I think you could actually just like have it on your phone and read it off. Mm. Yeah. It just has yeah. to seem authentic. If you're gonna do that, you have a higher authenticity bar. I thought with the Molly, it could have been eventually like Molly leads to you getting me tooed, like you're me tooing yourself. You know, mm. too much. Mm. You're sexually harassing your boss because you're high on Molly. I feel like that's the crescendo of that maybe. I like the let's make church fun joke. Uh, you might want to think of like outside lands prayer circle. Yeah, or like Sunday, like Kanye Sunday service. Yeah. Uh, I, I was just gonna. Uh, uh, I mean, that's essentially what I was gonna say. I like I like the church fun thing. Um, I I just think yeah, there's just a lot more you could add to it of just like why isn't there literally a miracle every day in church? Just like it should look like a David Blaine show. Like you know, like it was really you know, it was, yeah yeah. Yeah, the best we could do is an organ. Like, come on. If you did go um, with the, like, sort of outside lands or music festival um, thing with the making church fun, you can tie that back again into the Molly situation. Like, like church becomes... Mm -hmm. Like ways to make church cool or fun <laughs> or whatever. Church becomes like a like a party. It's like oh, we're bringing bands. We're gonna have like all these acts, and then it turns into like a music festival, and that's then that ends up being where you get Molly from. That's a good point. People are like as nice at church as they are like on Molly too. It's like I love you. Yeah. So oh, I yeah. just fucking met you. But yeah, that's. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Have you seen like white churches where they go hard on that shit? Oh yeah. It's like no, it's, full it's, on it's concerts. Beautiful. Like they're probably on Molly. Um, <laughs> I really like the bit about your your girlfriend's family. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you you were like, this is an actual question. Um, how do I get better at it? The like Duolingo is fucking funny as shit. Like people mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. try it all the time and it fucking fails. Yeah. Um, so maybe there's something there about that. Cool. Like oh, I tried Duolingo and the owl shit on me or something. Tr- <laughs> okay. Yeah. Church. Cool. Yeah, I was thinking with the church, you could probably circle back with like the Molly and the confession too with that mm. a little bit. And then um, when you're doing the, the Mexican joke with their parents, I was thinking you could speak, maybe have like a little bit of Spanish in there, some like easy thing that people would understand. And mm-hmm. like you're just saying like see and like has nothing to do with what. I, is it a cheap joke if I like say like the obvious like. Like, like wrong sentence in Spanish. I feel like that's almost a joke that's been done before. Where it's like, I thought I was saying this, but I actually said this. Mm-hmm. Is that? I think it's always funny. Okay. Spanish, a, a, a lot of people do do that. Yeah. Uh, it is funny. <laughs> okay. All right, one more. For sure. Yeah, just make it you. Making me. Cool. Well Give it up Thank one you. more time, Mike Evans Jr. All right, next up to the stage, I got Kyle Morrissey. That's right. Um, thank you. Uh, if you are looking at my mustache, wondering serial killer, uh, thank you. Um, that is exactly what I'm going for. <laughs> like, with the amount of shootings that there have been the last few weeks, 
I feel like at this point, serial killer is practically a compliment. <laughs> like, um, like, I mean, at least when you see me, you'll think if he kills people, at least he has an intimate, emotional, one-on-one -on -one connection with them. Like, he's not a monster. Um, it's gotten so bad, like, the last few weeks, we, we miss serial killers. Like, we are watching Ted Bundy docs on Netflix. Like, oh, it's so simple back then. Um, uh, it was so simple back then. I got to figure out the wording for this. It's like when people look at George Bush nowadays and like, don't you miss him? Um, let's see. I uh, I have I have uh, annoying upstairs neighbors, um, and I want to fight them, but I'm pretty sure they're stronger than me. And the reason I think this is because of how heavy the dumbbells that they drop all day sound. Uh, like they do this weird CrossFit thing where they drag the sofa from one end of the apartment to the other all day, every single day. All right. Uh, let's see. I. Uh, uh, there's, okay, there's, there's one idea I haven't quite figured out yet that I want to try. Um, uh, I, I recently watched a movie on sex addiction and I don't think I'm on board. Like, um, like, like, like some people suck dick for crack. Like sex addicts just suck dick. <laughs> like for what? Like more dick or like pussy? Do they suck dick for pussy? Okay. All right. Um, I got back from camping this weekend and um, trying to get it on with your girlfriend in camping can either be like really freaky or really not great. Um, we were in our tent and she started going down on me and about halfway through, she was like, you know what? I'm not really into this. This is kind of sappy. <laughs> I was like, hold on. Uh, you mean like trees? And she's like, no, I just, I feel like I'm in a stupid teenager movie. Um, I was like, all right, that's fine. Um, we went to Yosemite, so I was like, at least we can say we did Half Dome. Um, oh, God. I thought I had more material. Um, so <laughs> I wrote it on the back of a BART ticket, or excuse me, uh, a parking ticket, because uh, fuck the system. Um, let's see. I want to end it there. I don't know if that means I get more time for feedback. I doubt that I'm going to have that much, but thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, Kyle Morrissey. Let's do feedback. We're going to cut feedback to two minutes just for okay. time. I really only care about the sex addict joke. I've been trying to figure that out for a minute. Like, <laughs> Okay, cool. Go ahead. Okay. I feel like if you want something silly, you can say, what are you going to suck dick for? A better dick? <laughs> and then uh, when you say suck dick for pussy, I feel like it could be something like, uh, it's like eating your vegetables before your steak. Go through the bad stuff and then get to the good stuff, you know? Okay. Okay. Thank you. I think it could be just an obvious one, too. Like, it could be as simple as, you know, heroin addicts suck dick for heroin. Right. Sex addicts. You know, like, do just do the rule of threes with it. Right. Do booze. Drugs okay, and then I did, that. I, did you in the, past, in the past? Okay, I think that I mean that's the simplest way to yeah. do that. Uh, One more. I'm gonna go a little against that in the sense like I wasn't really buying like you're not gonna suck dick for another dick. Obviously, someone's a sex addict because they like to come. Right. So that my where my me mind went was like oh sex addicts are like at least they can come like if you make it like a female sex addict maybe okay. like because you now you're dealing with like women can't come but sex addicts at least on the bright side. Okay. You know, okay. I don't know. 
I'm sorry, does anybody see a big red pen right next to them? <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Is it is that pen right That's there on the his, chair? Oh no. Okay. Um I just another another suggestion. I think all this stuff about the the uh, sex show could work, but another thing you could try is just try it with um, uh, just tone of voice. Where you're like, I don't think a sex addict it would be that bad because if you're, you know, if you're like somebody who's on drugs, you're like, ah oh, man, I gotta suck dick for, I gotta right. suck dick for heroin. Right. It's like, but if you're a sex addict, you're just like, I gotta suck dick. Because <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, he's like excited, yeah. get it? Because he's a sex addict. Yeah, right, right. It's just. <laughs> oh shit! Oh, it's yeah. the dichotomy between not wanting. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I I don't know. I mean, there, there's a bunch of different ways you could you could do it, but um. All right. Yeah, One yeah, more yeah. time, Kyle Morsey. Next face. up, coming to the stage, we've got Jared Sena. All right, how's everybody doing tonight? Yeah. Woo! All right, as you, all right, so I'm from San Diego, and I just came to San Francisco for school. It's been great, really great city. I love it. Um, so the first time I was here, uh, my first impression was I was on the Muni, and the guy right next to me was smoking crack, and I was just like, God damn. I fucking love this city already. Finally, now I don't have to hide my crack addiction. <laughs> but anyways, as you can see, I'm high energy. It's great. It's like I'm on coke all the time fucking love it but I'm like this because I used to do rap battles in high school you know in rap battle <laughs> that was not a I did not write that as a punchline I don't know <laughs> it's great fuck yeah we gotta laugh all right but anyways um I used to do rap battles and in rap battles you gotta just bring it you gotta hype the fuck out of that crowd your reputation's on the line buddy you better fucking go after him and th and it's great that's why I learned how to perform but when you make the transition to stand-up, you scare the shit out of everybody. Like, you just go on stage, you just hand on your balls, you're just aggressive hand gestures, and you're just speaking like you're trying to talk over loud stereos. Yeah, it really sucks. Uh, but And it really sucks even more that uh, one of my favorite rappers growing up was Eminem. So I just say, like, really R-rated shit with a serious face. And yeah. But, you know, I love doing stand-up. I think it's really therapeutic for me. The best thing about doing stand-up is telling people you do stand-up. You sound like a fucking badass, dude. Like, especially to girls. That's the first thing that comes out of my mouth. When they ask me, what do I do? I'm just going straight to it. I do stand-up. Like, I don't even let them finish the question. They're just like, so what do you do? I do stand-up. <laughs> yeah. And, like, I'm always giving, like, big hints towards that conversation so that she can ask me that. Like, I'm just, like, I'm saying, like, really douchebag shit. Like, yeah, I just came from an open mic. My last one was, like, two weeks ago. <laughs> All right. I just wrote this so low-key. I am, I kind of forgot where this was going. <laughs> but anyways, yeah. Do, yeah, but honestly, if you, that's the truth of it. You do a few stand-up sets, you should brag about it. Honestly, fucking go for it. Like, you say, when someone asks what do you do, no one expects you to do stand just expects you to say stand-up. People say, expect you to say, like, some dumb shit, like fucking bird-watching, whatever. You say, you say like, fucking stand-up, you already sound like you're fucking James Bond. Like, like I have, I'm in, I'm in college still, so, like, 
I, I know people that get shaky legs whenever they're on when they're doing presentation. Like like this shit <laughs> like yeah. This shit is like really fucking badass to them. All right, that's all the material I wrote. I wish I could fill the five minutes, but woo! All right, all stand right. up. Jared Sana, um, open for comments. We're just gonna do two minutes. Yeah, uh, the rap battles thing was very funny. I feel like you have to give us examples of the way you'd rap battle the audience with your stand up. You know, like I don't know how rap battle works, but like you know, you guys kind of insult each other and talk about how you have the best and how they have the worst raps or something. <laughs> <laughs> Generally work? the gist. So like you could do that with the audience, but with your stand-up, you know? Like, uh, uh, okay. you, you know, I don't know how that would work. Okay, I don't know so how just give out more but, examples. But the exam- <laughs> but, he- but hearing the actual raps would be very, very funny. Uh, if you made like funny ones, like an example of a stand-up doing a rap battle, whatever that character is, is very funny. And then I made fun of the other rapper's girlfriend once. Should I use that? <laughs> sure. <laughs> I'm not sure. gonna use that. Probably not. No, use kidding. it if the rapper's in the audience. I forgot what it was. No, I, I that that is an amazing suggestion. I feel like you you could develop like a thing to call out like an audience member in particular where you could just kind of like write a rap before and then make eye contact and then really bring that person into it and you can call them out, you can ask their name and then you can fucking make a uh so have a line that like already rhymes something that you could do but then be able to put someone's name in it and then I feel like that would be really really cool. Okay. Uh, um, suggestion for that with cuz like I used to, I was like kind of fucked up when I was doing that. So like I'd go over the line, like mm-hmm. say really bad shit about the other person. Mm-hmm. Like, would that be bad if I did that shtick? Yeah. Okay. You need the bad. dichotomy. Okay. So like come out with like aggression. Yeah. But then like, oh, it's not really that bad. Say the night, yeah, yeah, or just like, I fucking just love your haircut. Be the worst rap yeah. ever. Yeah. Um, there's something. The funniest thing to me that you did was, I mean, it's complete. Is you said I'm like this because I did rap battling in high in high school, which like that's insane. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like I like just the idea is like I'm this way. I'm this way now because I got in like I got instead of getting mixed up with drugs, I got into rap battles and screwed up my whole life. <laughs> that's, I think I might just steal that. I like that. <laughs> but uh, bir- all right, one bird more, watching one more. isn't normal or like an average normal thing. Yeah. I wanted to say something really boring and mundane, like some white people shit. No. So in that case, really punch it, like bird watching, like because because yeah. you kind of you kind of played it off like really really nonchalant. So it was it made us think that you thought that that was a normal thing, but you don't think that it's a normal thing. So say it like you don't think it's a normal thing. Okay. Okay. Got you. All right. Is Give it all? up for Jared Cena. Woo! That was fun. Uh, the next comic coming to the stage is co-producing an all-Asian comedy show September seventh. Um, I think it says joymckcomedy.com. Joy Luck. Okay. Joyluckcomedy.com. And it's Ann Chen. Okay, hi. Um, 
let's talk about mental health. Yeah, I'm a millennial, self-proclaimed, anxious millennial. How special of me. Um, I was at a housewarming party the other day talking to a young woman, and she was like, I got OCD, bulimia, and bipolar. How many do you have? Um, just one? Like, what the fuck is this, Yu-Gi-Oh trading cards? I felt insecure for not having enough insecurities. What the fuck is wrong with our generation, people? Like, we try so hard to, like, be individualistic. We're trying to, like, do it through mental health. And next thing you know, we're going to have, combine it with astrology, and be like, if you're an anxious cancer, you're very compatible with um, a schizophrenic Sagittarius. I don't know. I don't know where our generation is heading. Um, I don't think I'm going to get married. I told my best friend this the other day. I was like, I'm not going to get married. She was like, oh, don't worry. You're not going to die alone. Um, I did not say I was going to die alone. Like, when did, like, getting married mean that you're not going to die alone? Unless you and your partner are into double suicide, you will die alone, <laughs> regardless of your status or marriage status and I know I'm not gonna die alone bitch because I'm gonna move next door to you and um, I'm gonna wait till your husband dies and after and because you know why because she's an Asian woman I'm an Asian woman we're gonna outlive all of them all of them and <laughs> When that happens, once he dies, we're gonna move to a beach house together and make vibrators like Grace and Frankie. That is my dream, that is my dream. Also, if you are under, are you, do you guys know that show at all, Grace and Frankie? Yeah. yeah. See, that's the kind of show that excites me where the cast members can die any day. And I'm like, Grace and Frankie, now cancel, because Jane Fonda had a heart attack, which will not be true because she is fit as fuck. God bless Jane Fonda. Um, what else do I want to talk about? I had jury duty for the first time today. One year to my citizenship, y'all. I got summoned. Because I don't think they actually want my opinion as like a woman of minority. They just know that I would f go. and Because I am paranoid that the government is finding reasons to revoke my status. <laughs> it's it's the whole thing is rigged. Um, and one of the things I noticed was that, you know, they made us like stand up and raise our right hand to take an oath. I was like, this is not very inclusive to people who only have a left arm. Like, what does that mean? Does that mean people who only have left arms can lie? I don't know, just something I thought of. Do I still have time, by the way? Oh, okay. And, the crazy thing was the video that they showed before we went to the courtroom was super old and it was super weird because they were, one of the things they showed was like this former juror, um, she was saying that like, I had a good time, I brought a book. Like, I'm not kidding, that was part of the video. I was like, that is, wh <laughs> that is what you're advertising to us? Um, also the guy in front of me in the courtroom, he, every time he stood up, I just, <laughs> laugh because he had a huge butt crack so that was my first jury duty experience right
That's my time. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up one more time for Ann Chun. She's going to be co-producing the comedy show on September 6th, All Asian Comedy Show. Want, find out more at joyluckcomedy.com. Slash oh. September se- SEP7. Yeah, yeah, September 7th. Um, I do want to ask if you guys know what Yu-Gi-Oh! trading cards are. Yes! Okay. No. Pokemon might sell better. Yeah, but with Pokemon, you can say you you gotta you gotta catch them all. Yeah, that's true. Uh, the uh, the dying alone bit I think is really great. I think you have all the pieces. I think it's just about reordering it. I I think it might be better if you set it up like what people don't understand is, is being in a couple doesn't necessarily mean you won't die alone. Explain that, and then the punchline is that's why I'm jealous of couples who commit suicide together. And then you could even add another tag. It's like me and my boyfriend we don't do anything together or I, I don't know I think it's a stronger mm-hmm. tag uh, and that's it thanks yeah thank you um, I love Yu-Gi-Oh because Yu-Gi-Oh is funnier than Pokemon just it is just yeah. just the word is funnier um, however mm. so I think you do Yu-Gi-Oh you say what is this Yu-Gi-Oh cards and then she said no that's fucking lame because it is lame it's the lamer one <laughs> and then she you, then the joke is I guess she wanted to catch them all right. ah Maybe. I'll try that. Yeah. I definitely like the idea of matching people up based on their mental illnesses. I feel like you should think of mental illnesses that kind of complement each other. And then for one of them, it could be bipolar and also bipolar, but you're like inverted. <laughs> one is manic when the other is depressed. Do you have Pokemon fighting each other with their mental illnesses and problems? Yeah. Pikachu, he's self-loathing. He's self-loathing. <laughs> Anyone else? Uh, when, you're, <laughs> when you're talking to your friend on the marriage joke, you could end up in the suicide pack with them. Mm, slit our hands and yeah. make a blood pack. Oh. Yeah, but like make that promise that way. Anyway, this is great feedback. Thank you. All right, again, give it up for Ann Chun. All right, our next number we're going up is Greg Wegg. What's up, everyone? Yo. So uh, I had a homeless guy throw off my whole morning today. He's like, you the ugliest woman i ever seen. It's like, thank you. Uh, I skate to work, and I had a, another homeless dude yell at me the other day. And he's like, there's no skating on the sidewalk. It's like, pretty sure you're not allowed to sleep, piss, or shit on it either. Um, I've been praying for an earthquake to come soon, because my lease is up, so I just hope some uh, might shake some transplants out. But I, I think homeless people have been training for surviving for a while, so I think they're gonna be set. Uh, there's a silent epidemic in the SF streets, mud butt. You see poop everywhere, but you never see any toilet paper, I realize. Uh, I'm single now. <laughs> I haven't done stand up in like six months, so yeah. I'm single now. I realize that uh, tendering while drunk in SF is dangerous. You might just be questioning your own sexuality at 2 a.m. It's weird. Um, I had a girl ask me to choke her to the brink of passing out the other day. And I was like, 
pretty sure maybe we should wait to like the third date for that. And I just felt a little weird with her life in my hands like that. Um, my dad asked me to fix his computer the other day because he had viruses. He didn't know how he got them. Of course, like I type in A for antivirus, and first thing says, "Does you mean Asian? Asian anal? Asian anal XXX?" And I just watched the progression of my dad. I was like, "Finally, we got something in common, Dad." Shit. Uh, yeah, I'll close on this one. <laughs> uh, you guys see that movie that came out recently? The The Last Black Man in San Francisco. I was a little surprised at the ending. I didn't didn't expect him to assault Capitol at the end. All know. right, give it up for yeah, Greg Way. Uh, just one rule of thumb, because you have a lot of dark stuff. I would, because it's, it's, it feels a little Anthony Jeselnicky, like non sequitur and stuff. I would not smile when you deliver them, unless it's like right after. I, I, if you're gonna like own this evil persona, like maybe like just, you know what I mean? Like just own it. Um, as a as a performer, could you be uh, less handsome? Uh, it's very intimidating. No, I'm just showing you. I just um, I, uh, I just just as actual curiosity, how how long have you been doing uh, stand up for? Uh, I did like three open mics. Like, yeah. Oh okay, no, that, that's totally. I mean, so this is like my fourth. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's cool, man. Um, I I would say it's uh, tough at first, but I would practice trying to do it without uh, without notes or anything because right. it, it, they kind of become a crutch. I, I yeah I don't and it's when when you start out you're gonna have sets where like I would go up and just completely forget everything I was gonna say and stuff, yeah, that's and that's a bummer. But the the sooner you kind of the only way to get over that is just kind of like you know head first into it. Yeah yeah, and then like and then you'll you'll start to feel because it feels. I mean, you're you're clearly very new, and that's totally okay because everyone feels very like stilted when they first start out. But it, uh, I think, the sooner you stop like using your notes as a crutch, and you can write them on your hand or something in Sharpie, and that helps. But um, the 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 more natural it will it will sound because right now it just sounds very pre-planned. It doesn't sound like you're actually thinking about these things on stage. Right. Okay. Um, but but no no good stuff, man. It was good. Yeah yeah. Just work out. Uh, yeah. Just keep keep at it. Any other comments? No? All right. So we're just going to keep this one moving right along. Our next comic, his name is Dan Agunaga. Bring it up. Thanks, guys. Man, I'm bummed out Jared left. The energy was so high with Jared. You, you guys know Jared, the Latino Kevin Hart guy. people yeah you like those people okay good no it's just that's too much enthusiasm that's like enthusiasm gone wild for me I think enthusiasm's parents would be ashamed uh like no but seriously like I, I know why they do it I do like they do it because they survived the flight right they do it because they're happy to be alive but all they're really doing is making the rest of us on the plane upset that they're not dead <sighs> thank you Anna uh, yeah, no, I just don't get it. The reason why it's so silly is because the pilot can't hear you. Isn't that kind of a requirement for clapping for someone, to have a recipient? Clapping for the pilot is pointless. It's like giving Stevie Wonder a thumbs up, you know? He'll smile, but just out of being polite. 
no, it's uh, clapping on planes annoys me. Clapping after a movie's over in the movie theater annoys me too. Like you're at some swanky film festival. Why do why do people do that? Like I love movies. I'm not gonna like clap. Like I watched Brokeback Mountain the other day. I watched Brokeback for the first time the other day. Absolutely loved it. But I'm not gonna like give it a standing ovation because Ang Lee is not in my living room and instead he's in Lancaster, New York, which is in Westchester County with his lovely wife Jane and his two kids, Han and Mason. Thank you, Wikipedia personal personal life page for giving me that. Uh, some people were talking about babies before, lots of baby talk. Uh, my wife and I just uh, decided we are going to try to get pregnant. Uh, yeah, it's a true thing. Uh, well, she's going to try to get pregnant. I'm just going to fuck her. Um, that's kind of how it works, yeah. Uh, I'm a little jealous. At first, I was a little jealous, like, because I kind of want to feel that pregnancy. I was, I'm a weirdo. Like, I, I kind of want to know what that feels like. But then I thought more about it. And I think it's pretty appropriate that women are in charge of their because it's just proof that you made your wife come. I heard that, yeah. But it didn't kill that killer fucking joke, did it? <laughs> no, but seriously, like, imagine guys being pregnant. Like, they'd be at the fucking office like, hey, I'm starting to show. Fucking triplets made her come three times. I think there's something to that. I do. Oh, man, but uh, so I'm a straight white man from New York City, which basically means I have a 95% chance of being a douchebag. And uh, being a straight white man is already tough in 2019. Being from New York City is even worse. Uh, have you ever met someone from New York City? And what's the first thing they always tell you about themselves? That they're from fucking New York City, right? It's so fucking obnoxious. They're like, yeah, like I'm from Manhattan. Yeah, you know, grew up pretty fast. Like, Gossip Girl, that's my life. Yeah, did a line of coke off my mom's tit when I was like three. It was, it was chill. It was chill. It was good blow. It was good blow. It's just like your parents fucked near a specific island. That's all that happened. Like, you did nothing. It's just obnoxious to me. I don't know, man. I'm just, I try to be a nice guy despite this uh, resting rich face you see before you. It's true. People look at me and they just assume I know the difference between racquetball and squash. And I do, uh, I do. Uh, yeah, I'm like, I'm like one gingham dress shirt away from being like a different political party. Yeah, or I'm like one tiki torch away from being like a racist. Or as my mom likes to call them, party poopers. My mom actually called them, she saw the Charlottesville thing, she goes, oh, that's just not fun, those party poopers. Yeah, because that's what a barbecue in Atlanta is saying. Oh, that guy outside with the bed sheets screaming the N-word, what a, what a party pooper. All right, thanks a lot. All right, y'all, give it up one more time for Dan Aguinaga. Uh, people assume I know the difference between racquetball and squash, and I do. Racquetball is for fucking broke people. <laughs> I've been trying to think of like a comparison between the two. Yeah, uh, squash is richer, isn't it? You, yeah. you had one where yeah. you, um, you have this thing about like not clapping out at the end of movies, and you know this guy holds family, and you have this thing about being a rich asshole. So you could say that you just called the director. Like if, if, you know, like, like um, I got the connections and then, uh, there's a 95% chance that I'm an asshole and you can say, and I'm playing the odds. Uh, okay. Yeah. Nice little tag there. When you're talking about your wife trying to get pregnant, you can just say, I'm just trying not to pull out. Right. Yeah. There's a bunch of ways. You could, yeah. I'm just yeah. trying to, yeah. I'm just fucking her and hoping I shoot blanks or something like that. Yeah. Uh, I like the, uh, I like the party pooper thing with your mom. I kind of wanted you to go a bit more in on your mom, like just her 
personality. No, Gross. Like, <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. But, but you get it. Mean, just because it kind of, it, you kind of set up her uh, like as a character and then it kind of goes away from that. And it's just, to me, it's just, the, the joke is just funny of why would someone say that? Yeah, I definitely rushed through it. But yeah, the yeah, yeah, no, building her as a as a character. Yeah, like, yeah, as a comedic character. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and also, uh, as uh, you could try, because this is only probably funny to me, but uh, instead of saying, uh, with making a baby, uh, I'll fuck her, you could say, uh, I'm going to put my pee-pee in her. Because uh, I think it's just funny. Pee-pee's funny. I think I think it's just funny to use childish language when talking about consensual sex with someone who loves you. And, I mean, also, there's a nice juxtaposition between, at least what I heard is like, you know, it's such a serious thing, such like an adult moment, and now yeah. here I am saying yeah. fucking stupid shit. Yeah, yeah, pee-pee, yeah. And, in her belly. And yeah. have a look, have a look when you say pee-pee, like, you guys know what I mean. <laughs> like, as if it's not It rhymes pee-pee. with sex. Yeah. Um, I had one about, uh, what's the first thing people from New York tell you that they're from New York? Yeah. What's the second thing that your pizza sucks? Oh, uh, yeah. Like, yeah, I could every single that. New Yorker is like... I know, I grew up with kids like this. Yeah, they're fucking, they're douchebags. Yeah. All right, we got last comment. Yeah, so just a callback idea. So when you and your wife find out that she's pregnant, you can be like... Now you need to give me an applause or cl- you need to clap um, know, that I did the job or something. I feel like, yeah, you're implying that people won't clap, though, when I first say that uh, we're trying to get pregnant, right? Oh. Because people probably will. Yeah, like they will clap. Audience, I no meant, offense. I meant, like, you're, 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 I don't know, like, maybe you, your wife will clap for you. That, um, like, you got her pregnant. And you can kind of sort of play with the idea that you're a douchebag. I see. I don't know. I don't see one last thing. Did anyone think the pregnant guys thing, like, we'd brag if we make girls come? Would it be funny? I think there's something to that. I actually really like that one, too. I thought it was really funny that you thought, for you to think that for triplets to occur, you have to make your wife There's so much, yeah. I just think there's so much more to it, because, like, women aren't like, yeah, look, I made him come. Like, but, like, guys would Faking uh, orgasms with faking babies. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. Sorry, oh, and right. you're wearing a shirt that says "Keep it Oakland." I don't know if you'll do that when you perform, but you can play with the idea how you're like a white dude, yeah, exactly. and you're wearing that shirt. Yeah, it's it. No, it looks ironic. I agree. Okay, thanks, guys. All right, we're gonna move right along with the evening. But before we do, I want to remind everybody here: Mutiny Radio and comedy is not free. Please, if you can, donate on the stool. But if you can't donate, go ahead and look around the room. There's fabulous art. Take a picture of it. Put it on Instagram. Tag that Mutiny Radio, and we'll count it. Moving on, we're going to go ahead and introduce Mr. Starler Burns. comedy there is that on you hear it is that that's yes we're good okay. we're good you know what i always think of when someone tells me they're from new york new york city i like the i like the salsa commercials it's, it's the showing you it's tex max and the new york city guy he's like all effeminate and stuff and it's just such a you don't want the new york city salsa just letting you know <laughs> Anyone else start masturbating young enough that they were concerned what Santa Claus would think? (laughs) Turned out he's cool with it. He's very sex positive. Don't even bring it up with him. It's actually fucking weird. Uh, What else did I want to work on today? So I was watching Shark Tank last night after accidentally drinking a bottle of NyQuil, and it really got me thinking. 
all the money they're throwing around on that show should belong to me. So I came up with a few billion dollar ideas and I'm gonna pitch them to you, sound good? Yeah, yeah. most of you have already heard this, but I don't care. <laughs> I think you're gonna be so impressed that you'll empty out your wallets unless you want your heads bashed in. So picture this, and like actually picture it. Close your eyes if you need to. A windowsill fan to blow away those damn cats trying to steal your cooling pies. These cats are a fucking menace, people. I haven't eaten an appropriately temperatured pie in months. Well, if you love that idea, still gonna wanna bang this next one behind its back. So a registry for people who are not sex offenders. Yeah, like I'm a little bit shy. I would love a court-mandated reason to meet my neighbors. Just walk up to their door and Hi, my name is Starler Burns, and I'm not a sex offender. I noticed there's a park across the street, and that's fine. We could go for a picnic. The world is our oyster, because we have not committed sex crimes. Okay, well, those two ideas aren't singing for you. This one's the singer. Here's the one that's going to make a lot of money. Ready? Finally, dogs? for women. I don't think I gotta fill in any blanks. It's a totally untapped market. Come talk to me after the show. I'll be coming around to the sack. You can throw your seed capital in. All right, you guys have already heard that one. So let's do something brand new and dangerous that I'll fuck up. Uh, so I bought this next bit from my friend Rebecca for $7 in this grenade I found on Muni. It's cool, she's gonna chuck it at an NRA conference. Beep, beep. Uh, she wrote this about herself, but I think it'll work just as well for a heterosexual man. So last month sucked for me and my boyfriend. I was so sick that I thought I was gonna die, but he definitely thought he had it even worse. You know what, fuck this bit. I don't feel like doing it. I don't have enough time for it anyway. Let's just do it with a quick ender since I only got about 30 seconds. You know what, I feel like I could go practice uh, some one-liners. How about that? I feel like I need to work on some one-liners. Let's see what we got here. So my mama didn't teach me much, but she sure as sugar taught me. What did she teach you? Let's find out. To treat every man as a potential rapist. You know, that's, that's the only thing that's written down here. <laughs> I guess that's it for one-liners. <laughs> That's true, though. That's a lesson I'll pass down to my dog. Okay, All right, thanks and for gentlemen, sticking around, y'all. I'm about out of time. Um, give it up for Mr. Starla Burns. Yeah. Uh, the Santa Claus, like, masturbation bit, I think could go into, um, like, you're scared of what Santa would think, and then you went into, like, um, the, like he doesn't want to talk about it. Give an, give an example of, like, well, when I was, like, six or whatever, my parents took me to the mall to see Santa, and when I was on his lap, I was like, do you know, <laughs> or something? And then, you know, he can say something like that would be innocent, but taken wrong, right? Yeah, no, I feel it. I like your uh, pies cooling on the windowsill, but you can be like, and by cats, I mean the homeless. Yeah, I thought about just changing that to the homeless, but I kind of like cats. That one's obviously the least funny of the three, but I kind of like it as a setup. It makes the sex offender one not feel predictable. 
No, what I mean is like continue with the cats and then at the end end it with and by cats. Word. Yeah. Okay. Wrong age though, ten. Right, I know I don't care when it actually happens. Ten, Rich. Alright, that means we got time for one more comment. Anybody? Alright, in that case, we're gonna keep rolling right along. Our next comic for the evening is going to be Mr. Sam Carroll. Act enthused. Check, check, check. Check, check, check. What's going on, guys? I, w I want to preface... Is it, This is on, right? Yeah. yeah. It's hard to hear. I want to preface this set by saying I, I think pedophilia is wrong. I do. You know, un unless it's supervised by an adult. In which case, make, we can make a rule to the exception, an exception to the rule. Uh, how are you, officer? Hi. How are you? I don't know. I fucked that up. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, I was on the train the other day, and there are these, uh, these kind of hooligan, these, hooligan, these young hooligans on the train, and I was sitting next to this guy, uh, and I, could, I, I overheard what he said. He goes, fucking kids. Um, but he didn't say it like... Fucking kids. He he said it in like, like a fucking kids, and it really threw me off. Cause I was and I told him I was like, listen, buddy, I don't know what kind of ideas you're working with here, but that's illegal, and I would not recommend it. Um, yeah, man, fucking kids. But but uh, you know, he he had a point. If it wasn't a sexual thing, he had a point. Fucking kids. You know, these young kids with their fixed gear bicycles, their disrespect for authority, you know, they're snorting powdered drugs through their nose. Sometimes I just want to sit them down and tell them it's so much better intravenously. Um, but yeah, no, I, I agree with this guy. I agree. Fucking kids, man. And you know, I get to say that I'm a lot older than I look. I'm actually 67. I have the Benjamin Button disease where I'll bore the shit out of you for 90 minutes. <laughs> but seriously, <laughs> That movie fucking sucks. That movie sucks ass. Here's how you know that movie sucks. Watch it backwards. It's just a story about a guy getting older. He just gets older and older and older until he crawls into his mom's vagina to die. That's what that is. Fucking ben, Benny Button. Yeah, man. Uh, when I was in high school, my stepdad was addicted to heroin. And I found out in like kind of a weird way. Like my guidance counselor called me into her office and she was like, hey, I want to talk to you about something. Uh, the drug heroin. I just sit down. I want to talk to you about heroin for a second. Um, your stepdad, he OD'd on heroin this morning, you know? I was like, what? No fucking ways. Is, is he dead? And she's like, no, he's, he's fine. He'll be all right. But just, you know, let's, let's talk about it for a second. Do you know about heroin? And uh, I fucked this bit up. Fuck. Fuck the punchline. All right. The punchline is 
Heroin is in the opiate family, and it's also in your family. That joke doesn't work if you include the word punchline in it. It just you can't explain it. Obviously, that's a new lesson I just learned. This joke workshop is going very well. Yeah, yeah. Um, fuck. Uh, you guys, you guys seem to not like guns in California, which uh, you know, it's 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 a good thing, but uh, you know, I I personally am not a fan of the regulation of guns because. I don't know about you, but I like to be on time, and motherfuckers jumping in front of the Caltrain is really fucking my shit up. So, uh, you know, you know what problem they don't have in Texas? Late trains. They don't. They don't have late trains. And I'm sorry if that joke offended anyone. That's pretty crude. Um, but, you know, it could be worse. It always could be worse. Thank you, guys. That's all I got. Thank you, everybody. Give it up for Sam Carroll. I don't know how many people that affects. Uh, like I, I straight up have no idea. I'm terrified that there's gonna be some in the audience who like. Oh yeah, I was on one last Friday. Last Friday afternoon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck the people. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't feel like. Um, I didn't feel like. Uh, that joke hit for me because it, it had me thinking like you're assuming that people jump in front of a train because they don't have access to a gun. Yeah. Um, but but I don't think that that's true. No, it's not. So it's like maybe a different kind of connect. Um, but yeah, yeah, I think it's still worth it. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I, like, I don't believe if, because if, we have guns, but people still jump in front of trains. It's just really hard to get a gun in San Francisco, actually. Oh, okay. It's it's inconvenient. It's inconvenient as fuck. It's rude as fuck. On a Friday afternoon, if I can't enjoy my weekend, none of you will either. Right. Make you late for shit. Um, I thought the heron bit had something there. I think that if you when you were gonna go walk in when they got called into the um, counselor's office, I thought I thought a funny thing would be uh, to say, and my my stepdad was right there. Sh shooting up heroin like <laughs> do that and I think that'll help release a lot of tension that way you can go into some more of the serious stuff about that without people people know it's okay yeah I also thought that um I don't know but this is that like uh when when you were setting that up and you're like the guidance counselor called me and it sounded all serious I thought it was going to be like she was hitting you up for your stepdad's number so she could buy heroin or something like we have to talk can you hook it up? Like, you know? <laughs> and that's how you find out. I like that. Cool. All right, we got one more comment. Anybody? All right, we're going to move this show right along. Give it up for Richard Barney. Yay! 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 All right, guys. Uh, sorry I'm like this, but... Uh, I used to do rap battles in high school. <laughs> so, uh, can I get a beat? Starla, can I get a beat or what the hell? Yeah, I'd like a beat. All right, that's enough. Okay. Uh, it's like my two year anniversary moving to the city. 
Yeah, woo, thank you, thank you. Um, uh, when I, I moved here from Washington, D.C., and the reason I moved here is because everyone was obsessed with their careers, um, but here in San Francisco, uh, everyone's just obsessed with writing articles about their career on LinkedIn. Uh, one thing I've noticed is that there's, there's a lot of articles about artificial intelligence on LinkedIn that people are writing. Um, and what's weird is that I think that the machines, <laughs> skipping this joke, <laughs> skipping this joke. Fuck jokes. Uh, when I moved here, I texted all my friends to ask them to help me move. Um, and that's how I found out who my real friends are and that I don't have any. Uh, thankfully, there's this app called TaskRabbit, uh, which is Uber for friends. Uh, and turns out my best friends are named Amir and Hamza. Um, people ask me, you know, is it hard being friends with people from a completely different culture who speak only Urdu? Uh, and that's nothing for the bonds of friendship, and their rates are incredibly reasonable. Um, anyways, we packed up all my shit, loaded up into Amir and Hamza's truck, uh, and it is so nice to have some friends that have a pickup truck. It's so convenient. Um, it was pretty nice of them, honestly. Uh, so Amir was in the front seat driving. Hamza was riding shotgun, putting on some killer tunes. And uh, they let me sit right in the back with my stuff. Um, anyways, I moved here. I uh, found it was difficult to make friends. So uh, that's how I became a TaskRabbit. Uh, one of the first things that happened to me here when I moved to the Yeah, I was surprised too. Uh, the thing about sex parties is I'm not very good at parties. <laughs> uh, I kept on telling everyone that my safe word was Mitch McConnell. Yeah. Uh, it was a BDSM thing, so at one point I got tied up by this uh, muscle guy for like 20 minutes. He would not stop talking to me about lean protein. At the time, I was kind of into role play, so I pretended to be a person who exercises. Uh, recently had a Happy Meal for the first time in like 20 years. And the sad part is it worked. Um, are there any tech pros in the audience? More like technology guys. Oh, bazinga, thank you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, give us a round of applause for Richard Barney. Um, I like the, uh, I, I think the, uh, the whole bit about moving, I think there's a funnier idea in there. That's just, I like the idea of you playing out a scene of you literally just hiring people to be your friends on TaskRabbit. Mm -hmm. Okay. Like, I think there's something really funny. Like, people show up and you're like, what are we doing? And you're like, we're hanging out, man. <laughs> like, that's, like, because I think it makes it more, like, I get what you're saying about friends to move and stuff and TaskRabbit. But I, I think, I, I just think it's a totally different way to take it. It's yeah. not, I know it's not really what you're going for. But there might be, and then it, I think the still the I final. I think that's funny for like a part two. I can book them for six hours, and then they can make them sit there with me. Yeah, or you be like, "We're moving," and like, "What are we moving?" We're like, "This baseball. Let's go play catch, like or something." <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, something. I just think, yeah, and then you could still end it with joining Task Rabbit, just to that's how you make friends now. Yeah. But um, 
I just thought that was like a, a nugget of an idea in inside another bit. There actually is an app where you can rent friends by the hour. If yeah. you want to do some looking into that, Task it's like $50 Rabbit. an hour. Task Rabbit. No, there's a different one. It's like find a friend and they'll like tour you around the city or take you out is that, dancing. Is it adult friend finder? Is it, is it? I wish. Uh, is it FetLife? Are you thinking yeah. of FetLife? <laughs> no? Is that too specific of you? You're thinking oh, of okay. high-end escorts. Yeah. Backpage? <laughs> Backpage.com. I think they closed that one down. Uh, when you're talking about TaskRabbit, if you do happen to follow it with the bit about uh, the sex party, you have to say that you went to the sex party because you're trying to make friends. You're trying to meet people. Uh, yeah. Or maybe they could have hired me yeah. <laughs> as a TaskRabbit. Oh, yeah, TaskRabbit for the it's sex party. It's getting further and further away because I was never a TaskRabbit. Yeah, 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 so it just feels weird, but yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, anybody else? All right, we're going to move right along to our, our, one of our last comics of the evening. His name is Ian Levy. Oh, yeah. Thank you very much. Um, uh, did you guys... Uh, I, was, I was thinking about what uh, Anne was saying. I think it's weird that it's okay to say you... In society, it's socially acceptable to say you don't want to die alone, uh, but it's not acceptable to say how many people you want to die with. <laughs> Just be like, I don't want to die alone. I want to die with 37 people <laughs> screaming. <laughs> I don't know. That's dumb. Very specific. Name their race. Polynesian people. <laughs> okay, that's just for me. Um, I had a... Uh, um, I recently learned that on um, uh, Postmates, there's no... Uh, they don't double check on their website. Like, you, my house was accidentally registered on Postmates. Uh, so a man showed up to my house. Uh, he rang the doorbell and I answered it. And he's like, uh, "I have a pickup order for Brian." And I was like, "Oh, I uh, uh, this is my house." And he's like, "Well, I have a pickup order for two kombuchas." <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, I don't sell kombucha." And he said, "Well, what do you sell?" <laughs> I'm just like, oh, "Nothing, man. I rent. Like, what's <laughs> what's wrong with you?" And then he had the audacity. He said to me, well, how are we going to fix this? I'm like, I'm not part of this, man. This, what do you want? And he wouldn't leave me alone. He's like, look, man, I got to make an order for Brian. You know, I need two kombuchas. Yeah. So I was like, okay, give me your contact information and we can try to work this out. Uh, so I took his information. And I went into the house uh, and I registered him on Postmates. I was like, fuck you. Yeah. Okay, no, that's a dumb ending to that bit. But, oh, dear. Um, I have a friend who likes, uh, he loves to go hunting. And when I ask him why, he says, oh, because I love to connect to nature. And uh, I think that's, uh, I think my friend who likes to connect to nature through hunting has never heard uh, of camping. <laughs> I think that's a perfectly valid way. What, to eat a s'more, you got to shoot a yak? Like, you could just hang out in nature. That, that works too. I don't get what, like, you don't connect to anything else the way hunters claim to connect to nature. You'd never be like, oh, man, I really connected with my grandmother this weekend. <laughs> oh, what did you do? Oh, I shot her <laughs> with a high-powered rifle. <laughs> I was like, really? You just shot her? It was like, well, no, I first made an outfit that looked like the upholstery on her couch and then sat there tracking her movements for two weeks before eventually shooting her and tying her to the top of my car. Yeah. Um... I had a, a friend invited me. My friend recently said to me, hey, will you come to this play I'm, I'm in? And I said, sure. And he said, great, it's Hamlet. And I was like, fuck. 
And it's like too late. I can't back out now. And I don't really, I, I don't relate to Hamlet. I don't care what people, people are all like, uh, it, the thing that really bugged me is when I went to see Hamlet, there was a guy sitting next to me in the audience, uh, who was laughing at the jokes. And if like you laugh at jokes in a Shakespeare play, like, fuck you, man. Like you don't know what they're saying. Like the guy, there was this line where someone was like, uh, you are a goose's cousin. And the guy next to me was like, <laughs> and I was like, if you think that's funny, you're a goose's cousin. Okay. That's so you, no one knows what that one, the only, all you're doing if you laugh at a Shakespeare play is telling me you listen to more NPR than I do. Like that's fucking bullshit. Um, I, uh, I think that was pretty much, okay, I'll end on this. I have one, um, one weird thing. I, uh, what, this is a serious question. Uh, don't be in comedy mode for this, because this doesn't really work to ask an open mic. What, what is, like, the worst word you guys, you can call a woman? 